Well, it's another year in the books, and Stay of the Water is turning three years old. I can't believe it. We bring movers, shakers, and policymakers to you to discuss issues important to the community. We've been doing it for three years, and we can't do it without you. It's Stay of the Water. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Coville. Stay tuned as we review our third year show. Welcome back. It's Stay of the Water. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Lavelle. We're so happy that you're joining us once again on this Sunday, as you always do, as we broadcast from the campus of the Norfolk State University from none other than WNSB Hot 91, the soul of VA. You know, we have in our studio with us uh, who we had in, we've had in the studio since day one, our producer, none other than Marvin Folks, also known as DJ Scandalous, which you can hear every Monday through Friday from 2 to 6 p.m. on Saturdays, and yes, on Sunday, because he's the hardest working man in radio. And look, we can't do it without you. I always like to recognize you, our supporters, and some of the greatest alumni and supporters here in the Spartan Nation, none other than those here at Norfolk State University. You know, this is an exciting show that I love to do every year. And I say love to do every year because I'm fortunate and truly blessed by God to be able to do it. This marks the third year since Stay of the Water has been on the air consistently. Every Sunday, we've been talking about bringing movers, shakers, and policymakers to you to discuss important issues about the community. You know, not only that, but we also... Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really a blessing just to bring individuals who are making decisions in our lives every single day, but we bring them to you to discuss it. You know, many times, Marvin, we, we see commercials, we see um, uh, elected officials and business persons come to our communities and tell us pretty much what, what, what they're going to do for us. You know, but I envision a different type of conversation. As part of the Center for African-American Public Policy here at Norfolk State University, which I served as the former director and the first director of the center, you know, the idea was to, hey, let's, instead of a top-down approach, let's do a bottom-up approach. In other words, instead of having individuals come to us and tell us what they're going to do, not only that, we, we want to bring the policymakers, the movers and shakers to you so that you can express your thoughts and we can also express the issues that are going on in the community. You know, Marvin, you've been with me since day one. Day one. <laughs> and, you know, I remember uh, us in the former radio station. You know, it was a very small space. And if those of you that can see us, we've have, and of course, I think there are clips on online. Oh, yeah, plenty of them. But we, we've got a, it's a small, small cubby. But, you know, though, that was our training ground, you know, there. I like that. You know, that was a time where, you know, we were learning about the community. The community was learning about us. And we actually helped each other grow as well. That's right. I mean, hey, you've been you've been a, a big brother to me, a mentor. And, um, you know, when I first started, uh, you know, working with you and producing this show, uh, it was June, well, June, July 2020, around this time. And um, I had just got my bachelor's in information technology right here from Norfolk State. And that That's fall... Right of 2020, I started my master's in cybersecurity. So the entire time from, you know, completing my, my degree and um, then starting the master's, you know, I've been here with you since then. Now I'm working on my PhD. Yes. And um, you, you've helped me tremendously from 
uh, writing recommendations for me for some of the paid internships I've done all the way to uh, getting into the PhD program I'm in now right uh, in the computer science. Um, so, yeah, man, it's been a blessing. And it's been three years have gone by so fast, yes. man. You know, yeah. I'm a music guy and I'm a tech <laughs> guy. I've never really known too much about politics. Right. But working with you now, you know, I've done town halls. I was, uh, you know, one of the graduate ambassadors for the, the Senate debate that was here at Norfolk yes. State. So I've learned a lot about politics, man. It's been a great journey and uh, happy to see it continue. Well, look, I've also learned a lot about you in, in radio. You know, I, I, a lot of people don't know, but, you know, you had a music career outside of here where you work with one of the best and Hall of Fame producers. That's right. You know, in the music industry. And you can tell them who it is if you don't. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. Um. From the age of 13 all the way till now. But for sure, all of uh, my teenage years, I was mentored by Teddy Riley. And, um, you know, that was like the, like you said, the station was our training ground. Um, me being with Teddy my entire, uh, pretty much middle school all the way through I graduated high school was my training ground. Um, before I kind of flew off on my own and my parents were my managers and stuff like that. And then I performed on 106 in Park and went on tour and all those things that, you know, good things that I was able to do with the music industry. And then, um, you know, times changed and I started school uh, non-traditionally late uh, at the age of 25. And uh, so from the age of 25 all the way till now, 2014 and now, I'm coming up on 10 years of being in wow. school uh, nonstop. So, you know, being around a professor an administrator and advisor such as yourself has helped me uh, through the journey. So these yeah. three years have been very special and very um, um, developmental for me. Absolutely. Well, you know, they, as, as the word says, iron sharper than iron. So, you know, it's, it's God's plan to put us together and we're continuing this journey. You know, and not just learning about each other and learning from each other in the studio, but the growth of the show. You know, we've seen ourselves go from the old studio to where we are now, a $1.7 million, you know, facility here, uh, uh, a a radio station where you can, a traditional radio that you're listening to us on, our streaming app that some are listening to us across the world on our TuneIn app. We can podcast from here. It's just so much that has taken place here on this campus and in this jewel of WNSB Hot 81, the soul of VA. Yes. You know, so I tell everybody, they ask, you know, how do you like it there, Norm? Say, how are things going? I say, I love it because not only it allows me the opportunity to do everything I love, mm-hmm. but it also allow, gives me the facilities to do everything that I love. So I count myself to be fortunate and blessed, number one grateful and truly humbled to come on air every week to talk about these important issues that are important to the community and not just the community but to the commonwealth and to the future of our society our children you know when we talk about the different types of things that uh shows and that we do you know we just don't pull these things out of the air you know it, there there's a there's research that goes into these shows every single week. We we research articles. We look at the the climate of of the community. We look at the climate of of the state and the country, mm-hmm. and also the world, because it impacts us here. So whatever's happening in Washington D.C., whatever's happening in Richmond, whatever's happening in 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 City Hall in Norfolk, it affects us here right here off of this on, on this street yep. <laughs> it affects us uh in our homes it affects us 
you know, in our in our jobs. So we think it's important and is vital for us to really talk about and bring these issues to you, the community. It's Stay the Water. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Laville. Today we are we are celebrating our third year anniversary of this show. Well, we, it was created to bring movers, shakers, and policymakers to you to discuss issues important to the community. You know, what is the state of the water? What is the state of the community? What's the state of the Commonwealth? You know, the, the idea behind the state is to highlight what is and what also can be. So when we talk about the state of the water, it's just not the state of of just water out there because we're surrounded by water <laughs> here in Norfolk, which yeah. is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But it's the state of the legislature. It's the state of the community leaders. It's the state of the business leaders. It's the state of the business community. It's the state of our educational system. And yes, it's also the state of this great institution, Norfolk State University. You know, so with that, I thought it was great to create these um, these series that we actually do here on the show. So those of you that are faithful listeners of the show know that we have various series that we actually uh, do. Now, we also do timely things. So if there's something that's happening now, you know, we break to it and we cover that issue. Then we come right back uh, to, to it. Case in point, just this past uh, month, we celebrate the independence of African-Americans here in our country. So every year, we do a Juneteenth celebration show. And it's, it's to recognize, number one, to celebrate the achievements of our people, but also to recognize where we've come from and where we have to go. So this year, we were able to have, you know, my, my good friend, Brother Nathan, who is Mr. Frederick Douglass. <laughs> uh, and brother, brother Nathan, he also does, a, uh, he's a great historian, wealth of knowledge. And we had a great discussion with him mm-hmm. to talk about Juneteenth. Marvin, when, when, when we did the show about Juneteenth, what were some things that you, you learned from that particular show? Well, of course, I learned that, you know, uh, African-Americans, we weren't uh, free, of course, until uh, the soldiers came down and announced it. It was in Texas, right? Absolutely. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't know that, um, you know, we celebrate, you know, other holidays, uh, but they don't know that the, the real holiday of our independence and our freedom was Juneteenth. And right. um, for me, it's a, it's a reminder, you know, because, you know, we're used to certain customs and doing certain things routinely every year. And some things you just don't really think about, but some things need to be thought about. They need to be spoken about and they need to be remembered mm-hmm. and um Juneteenth is one of those. So that's something that I keep uh, close to me as a reminder, as well as it becoming a, a federal holiday. That's right. Um, and actually, I, I know some of the people that, um, you know, started that right here in Virginia, you know, to get it uh, nationally recognized. You know, they signed a petition and had a lot of people where well, they started a petition and got a lot of people to sign it. And then, of course, it went to uh, Governor Northam at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, then it, it just it spread it, you know. So in Virginia, Absolutely. you know, just like. Just like what Nate Parker said, you know, it was the birth of a nation. Absolutely. You know, so we're still birthing a lot of things right here in Virginia. Absolutely. You know, some other timely topics that that we also did, we also do our graduation show every year. 
you know, like I said, we're fortunate to broadcast on this 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 phenomenal campus of the Norfolk State University and at this radio station. So every year we take a look at Norfolk State University and highlight the graduates of this institution. You know, being having the ability to be on stage, you know, with the university administration. Uh, those of you know that I do work for the greatest president. In the land, as Dr. J, Dr. J. Uh, as, as we affectionately call her, President Adams Gaston. Uh, but being able to be on that stage every year, to see the graduates walk across to get their degrees, knowing that we change their lives just by being here, pointing to them. You know, again, it's our annual We See the Future in You show. And we highlight some of our phenomenal graduates. As a matter of fact, this year, we highlight as our special guest. Mr. Jalen Jury, who's a former NSUSGA president and current Chev uh, board co-chair for the student division. You know, a phenomenal young man and, and an example of what we produce here at Norfolk State. That's right. You know, so hats off to him and all the great things that he's doing and all of the graduates. But also, you know, another special topic that we, we, we did is this year we highlighted financial literacy, to talk about, again, the state of finances. So not just the state of, you know, the, of African-Americans with Juneteenth, the state of the university during graduation and commencement time, but the state of finances. You know, Marvin, finances is very important. <laughs> it is. I know a lot of times we would like to feel like, you know, living is just free, but, you know, unfortunately it is, but it's not. So, you know, finances and all all around, you know, whether it's in education, whether it's in business or uh, anything, it's important. You have to have some. So absolutely. As the word says, money, answer it, all things. There we go. So this year we were able to have my good friend Yvonne T. Allman, executive vice president for community engagement uh, at Town Bank, a great supporter of the community. She talked about the Town Bank's community financial literacy program. It's something that she's very passionate about. And I love bringing people on and well, just in general. I love looking at people, listening to individuals, whether they be professors, whether they be intellectuals, whether they be CEOs, whether they be uh, artists, athletes. I love people that are passionate about what they do. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's something about being passionate about what you do. You pour everything into it. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, we with, with athletes, we look at people like, you know, either LeBron James, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, uh, Kobe Bryant, those individuals, or, you know, Tom Brady, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> someone that poured and sacrificed a lot into the career. Or we look at CEOs of, of companies. You know, uh, we look at Bill Gates and what he created with Microsoft and, and, and many, many others. Well, whether it be uh, Tyler Perry with movies, how he's passionate about it. Mm-hmm. It's something about people and passion that brings out, I think, the best in all of us. So, again, Yvonne is definitely one of those that's passionate about financial literacy. Her career and her service that she's given to the community definitely pours into what we are doing here today. You know, we also... In April, you know, we also talked about Easter. You know, in our Easter Sunday, you know, we highlighted the importance of Easter in the black community itself and also the state of Easter here in our community. You know, and it's not about a religious show, but it's about the impact that our relationship, you know, in the black community mm-hmm. plays with that we have connection with God. You know, we, we, when we talk about, you know, 
uh, our community, the African American community. You know, church if you, <laughs> church is is deep, is deeply rooted. Mm-hmm. You know, our our religion is deeply rooted in who we are, and it's part of our identity. You know, so the state of the state of the church, the state of 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 religion and the community in the community connected, and how it plays a part. You know, in our development as a whole. You know, and then those are the special topics that that we like to do mm-hmm. and that we have done uh, just this year in the last several months. But I want to go back to our series. You know, I mentioned those of you that listen to the show, we do what we call our series uh, of shows that we have here. And one of the last series that we had was a review and a pre-preview of the Virginia primary elections. Now, every year there's an important election here in the Commonwealth of Virginia, right? Yeah, I know people get tired of hearing it. Like, this is an important election. It's like, we're voting again? But, you know. <laughs> again? <laughs> I know. And, and guess what? We're going to vote again. Again. <laughs> in this year. We voted in June, and then we're going to vote again in November. Wow. You know, but these elections are very important. Yeah, these because, are important ones. Absolutely. But every election is important, but this is a very important. And it's local. It's local. It's local and statewide, yeah, statewide because yeah. all politics is local. Mm-hmm. According to Kofi Annan, the former Secretary General of the United Nations, the late Kofi Annan, whom I had a chance to meet when I was in, wow. in undergrad at, wow. at the UN. Uh, you know, so with that, you know, we previewed in our series, the June primaries mm-hmm. here in the Commonwealth. So all 140 seats of the General Assembly is up for election. Absolutely. All 40 seats of the Senate in the Virginia Senate and all 100 seats of the General Assembly here in Virginia are up for Wow. Really, absolutely. And with that, you know, we actually had a very competitive races here because of redistricting uh, here in Hampton Roads. And we see after that election, the power stayed in Hampton Roads in the legislature. That is amazing because not just the power in Hampton Roads, this region, mm-hmm. but also history in this region. If all things hold, we could very well have the very first African-American black male Speaker of the House here out of Hampton Roads. Wow. And also in the Senate, the most senior state senator, who is the currently president pro tem, and also a graduate and alum of Norfolk State in the Senate. So we see in Hampton Roads we could have literally the most two most powerful people in the House and the Senate, all from here, all African American and all supporters, and one graduate of this great institution. So understanding the power and the implications of that election and this primary, not just in Hampton Roads but across the state, is imperative. So that's why we do that show. Now, so we were able to have candidates on the show. We had, uh, we actually previewed some candidates as well. Uh, we, and to be also fair in our coverage, we make sure that in the, in the show leading up to the primary, I actually do a, a, a comparison and, and also outline the candidates um, not so much a comparison, but outline the candidates based upon their stances, based upon their reports that they've given, and based upon their, their website and literature. So I do that to give you, the voter, the opportunity to voice your opinion. Because we're not here to influence 
what you think mm -hmm. by saying that you should do this. We're not here to dictate what you think, but we're here to give you all the facts so that you can make up your mind and make the best informed decision that you believe is best for your community. That's true education, right? So with that, we were able to have uh, Angela Graves Williams, who is actually, uh, Angela Williams Graves, who is actually the now Senate uh, uh, candidate for the Democratic Party uh, for the Senate seat here in Norfolk. The very first time the city of Norfolk will have a state senator encompassing the city of Norfolk. So that's going to be, that is huge for because of redistricting. Also, we're able to have uh, Delegate uh, Nadarius Clark, who was on the show as well, to talk about, you know, being able to run in a new district because he had to resign this district and run into a new district as well. So those shows were very important. And we were also able to highlight what took place after. So we did the pre-primary show series and we did the post to find out who actually won that particular race. And even before that, you know, we're not all about politics. We're, all, we're not all about policy, but we're all about movers and shakers as well. So we have our community impact series. In our community impact series, we, also, we like to highlight individuals that are doing great things in our community for us. So one thing I was, I was fortunate enough to do and really honored to be able to bring uh, to the listeners uh, we were able to highlight one of the uh, uh, organizations uh, that make an indelible impact in the community. And that's none other than the Norfolk Alumni Chapter of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, which is my fraternity and also my chapter. And I was, I was fortunate enough to have our, our pole mark, Brother Timothy Lamb, in the studio to talk about you know, what Kappa does for the community. So that show was entitled For the Good of Kappa. You know, fraternities, uh, of course, we know that there are social organizations within the university and sororities, but they do more than just the social part in on college campuses, but also they impact the community. So we were able to highlight a lot of things that we were doing and still do as far as the community goes in, in helping individuals that are impacted by natural disasters. Uh, we were also able to participate in helping to feed individuals and families during the holidays. But one of our major initiatives is our Kappa League and what we do under our Save the Youth Foundation uh, for a Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated Norfolk Alumni Chapter. And with that, we're able to impact children, able to impact our youth, especially our black males, you know, to go from boys to men. to men. And it's that mentorship that makes the difference in our community. You know, as also part of our series, we were also able to highlight uh, in the legislature. Now, again, going back to policy, <laughs> you know, and politics. In our, uh, here in the Commonwealth, of course, with the, the wisdom of our founders and Thomas Jefferson and those who are uh, the bedrocks of our democracy. Virginia and the General Assembly, uh, whether it be the House of Burgess uh, from, from the foundation of it to now, is really, the, I believe, the idea picture of what democracy is, is supposed to be like. So with that, every January all the way to May, 
we have our General Assembly series. So with that, we highlight, number one, what's going on in the General Assembly. We look at the governor's initiatives and the governor's uh, budget. We also look at what the Virginia Black Legislative Caucus, what their agenda is as well. And then we bring in, we bring on the show, on the show to talk to you, the community, our legislators. You know, Norfolk State is fortunate to have over a half, about a half a dozen legislators serving both in the House and the Senate. Wow. That's right. You know, and not just not just serving, but doing the good of the community in the legislature. You know, and we are fortunate enough to have them on the show to discuss the great things that they're doing in the legislature, but also to inform us, the listeners, about what's coming down the pipe and how we can be a part of the process. Before it's even announced. Before it's announced, and also, not just before it's announced, but we also, how to, how to galvanize, how to become active. Voting is great, and we have to vote. It's imperative to vote. Make sure people have, <laughs> I can't emphasize enough how our ancestors bled and died for our right to vote. We've got to make sure that we go out and vote every single election. But voting is just not enough. we got to make sure that we attend meetings. Got to make sure we listen to shows like Stay the Water. You have to. It's a must. Every it's, Sunday. It's a must. And also, we can go a step further. You can listen to the Clavier Report, Law, Policy, and Politics That's at right. 1230. That's right. <laughs> That's on this station at WSB Hot 91, the VA, every Sunday. But you have to be able to be informed about what's happening in your community because ultimately, once the law is passed, it goes into effect and it affects us, which is why we also do new laws that go into effect at the end of the legislative session. So we have that show at the first of, first, of, first of July every year because what happens is that inevitably there are laws that we don't know about. We're traveling, we're going for the July independence holiday, but there are shows that there are laws that we need to know about. Because ignorance of the law is no excuse. You will get that ticket. You will be subject to punishment under the law. So we're, <laughs> so we're here to inform you and make sure that you are aware of what is going on in your community and across the board. You know, we also have our series where we have our federal election series. And, I mean, a federal legislative series. So we have our federal officers on the show this past year we've had our very own u.s congressman bobby scott on the show in november he talked about getting out the vote and voting in november because again every year there's an important election here in the community but uh here in the commonwealth of virginia but not just getting out the vote and the importance of voting but we also talk about you know what our legislators are doing for us and congressman scott is doing great things for us in the legislature every single year, uh, one of the longest tenured uh, uh, U.S. congressman and the smartest U.S. congressman in Congress. And I'm just not saying that because he's my congressman, but I'm saying that because it is true. If people ha- if people want to know something, they call Congressman Bobby Scott. But not just that, but we also have had our U.S. Senator Tim Kaine, Mark Warner on the show, and also uh, former U.S. Congresswoman Elaine Luria. You know, Marvin, there, there's so much that we that we've covered in the past year, and three years, absolutely. 
even our Supreme Court review. That's we, right. we, we review the U.S. Supreme Court and the cases that are passed because we know that the laws that are passed on, in D.C., on the court, especially now, impact our lives. So I just want to say thank you. First of all, I thank God for the opportunity. I'm, I'm humbled and grateful for him placing me here with you and also here on this campus and the station and for you, the listeners. I'd like to thank you, the supporters, for listening to us every Sunday. And listen, without you, we couldn't do what we do. So as long as you support us, I'm going to still do what I do. So I want you to continue to listen, tune in every Sunday at 10 a.m. here on WNSB Hot 91 to Solo VA as we broadcast live from the campus of the Norfolk State University, where we bring movers, shakers, and policymakers to you to discuss issues important to the community. I'm Dr. Claville. As always, be good, be great, God bless, and we'll see you next week for another year.